Welcome back. And today we have a special guest. Yes, so today we are joined by one and only Imanushka. <laughs> one and only. I'm sure one of the founding um, members of Petit Moi. Okay, so we figured that we want to talk about production. Yes. So before we kick into that, um, do you mind telling us about your brand? Your brand, Petitmore. Um, although people know that already, but uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't know about the brand. Um, but yeah, just a little bit uh, about Petitmore. We started um, at the end of 2016. Um, but at the end of 2016, I would say that it was really we came up with a few designs. Was more on pre-order, so we officially launched about January, February, twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. So when we first started, um, it was children's wear because um, I moved back uh, twenty fifteen to Malaysia, and then my other two partners, uh, Pam and Farihin, they graduated in twenty sixteen. So when we were staying abroad, we found that there was a lot of um, kids um, wear, and mm. you were spoiled for choices. Mm-hmm. Like from uh, the premium uh, side to more affordable choices. And then it was also at a point of time when I just had my son. So living in UK, yay. Living in UK, I really enjoyed dressing him up. And mm-hmm. it was the same for Farihin as well. So when we moved back, we wanted to bring um, that sort of joy. Uh, joy yeah, and, and also choices. Yeah, definitely. And then the fact that we lived in Malaysia, um, we just had that geogra- geographical advantage to produce um, clothes at more competitive pricing, but mm-hmm. still with high quality mm-hmm. um, and make it more accessible to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and our, pa- our partner Pam was able to do, that, to do that because she came from the industry, like her family mm-hmm. um, has a garment production business and also a fashion house so it was relatively easy for us to start um, Mm -hmm. by just designing Um, yeah so that was how we started and then about two years in I think um, there was a demand for adult clothing so we decided to produce um, adult clothing and also change it to a lifestyle brand which Mm -hmm. I love like um, being able to produce all of the different types of things that we like not just like clothing um, to stationery, jewelry, yeah. We're wearing table it. runners. Yeah, table runners. <laughs> yeah. That different. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, but I must say it's it's an iconic local brand. Yes. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. It is. Thank thank you so much. We're not there yet, but but that's really kind of Baby you guys. Steps. Yeah. Baby steps, definitely. Yeah. yeah. You know, even for us like as a growing local business. Mm-hmm. We look up to you know other local brands who yeah, inspire us. Yeah. Definitely, it, it, to be honest, I it was the same for me when I first started. There was a lot of other local brands that were kind enough like to sort of take me in and give me advice. Like mm. yeah, and that's the beauty of actually mm. having you know yeah these local brands to look up to. Exactly, yeah. it's not really much of you guys are. You sell this, I sell that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's more like the more you share with each mm. other, you guys can grow together. And Definitely. this is the kind of community that we yes. want to build. Yes. 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 So today we will talk about the de- production yes, side into the of production it. Side. Okay. So um, for my brand too, there are a few. We have a few collections that are locally made. Mm-hmm. 
but with certain collection that we want to do, we have to source it internationally and more so particularly in China. Yeah. So today I just feel like talking about the whole, like the realistic side of how it's like producing in, from China. So I think I'll just start with the pros and cons mm-hmm. of producing in China. Start with the cons. Yeah. <laughs> I always start with the negative one. Yeah. Um, for me, f- the first one would be finding a factory. So like, just like Petit Moi, I think we're lucky also. We happen to know Pam, who can mm. help us out with it. We didn't think of producing it in China until last year. We, st- we wanted to produce sweatshirts. Yeah, and I then, love your sweatshirts, by the way. Thank it's you. so nice. Yeah. Soft, right? Yes. So we... Um, it was actually um, Adrian, our friend, who mm. recommended that, hey, Zora... Um, they can help to produce it. Mm-hmm. So we started producing. That was the first collection that we produced from China. Yeah. yeah. So to me, the hardest part is finding a factory that can pre- produce good stuff, you know. And so we managed to cross that one out. Mm-hmm. Um, second cons for me would be the shipping. Mm-hmm. Shipping is very expensive. So. I think before I start producing from China, I had that stigma thinking that producing in China is, wouldn't say bad, but I didn't know it was actually not that expensive and not that cheap mm. either. Mm. You know, I when I thought of making the sweatshirts, honestly, in my mind, I thought I could make it for like 30 bucks, mm-hmm. you know, but when only when I start producing from my own brand I realized that the cost is really not that low yeah. yeah and all the good material you've seen around you also actually comes from China yeah and yeah. obviously that comes with a price so cons for me um, just mostly finding the right factory the shipping quality not not at all for me because mm-hmm. so far all the pro- the produce that I mean all the stuff they produce are amazing yeah and maybe last one is the high MOQ because I think once you want to start branching out with producing from China you need to also start producing in a bigger scale mm. so that comes with higher capital for me I yeah. think that's also something that I agree with just to go back to your first point about sourcing a factory as well and I feel that for a lot of brands that just started out, this is definitely an issue. Mm-hmm. And of course, obviously, the it's more like sourcing the factory and also the high MOQ. Because obviously, you're just starting, right? You're not going to be producing like... And you're scared. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not working. Of course. And most of these brands also, you're starting with your own pocket money. Like, you're investing yeah. your own savings. It's not like you. I mean, if, if you're lucky to have an investor, alhamdulillah, but most, most of us who are... Like looking to start a new brand, usually it's it's our own pocket money, lah. Mm. So of course you also don't have a lot of capital to yeah. begin with. And yeah. Sorry to interrupt yeah. with that, but yeah. to get investor, you also need to show that your brands are doing well. Mm. You know, yeah. to get that, you need to pump your own money. Yes. To show that it's working. Yeah. So I feel like the the sourcing factory in China part is difficult, mm. but even like from what I've heard with a couple of brands that have just started out here like from time to time I will meet with like different different um, brand, owners. brand owners and like they're, they're also friends but also the ones that are just starting out 
just to just to share a bit also like it's not easy to find a factory locally as well mm-hmm. and again then it goes back to like is the factory locally cap- capable of doing what the 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 detailing you want mm. or what to add in like different kind of if you want a specific buttons or a specific yeah. zipper yeah. kind or or whatever in in the end they still have to source it back to china mm. so everything so, mm. yeah yeah so to go to the second what was your second point shipping shipping yeah <laughs> so shipping is a huge issue as well because basically there's like two types of shipment either you go sea or by air mm-hmm. correct sea will take longer definitely 8 to 8 to 10 weeks so then yes. it goes back to um like the planning of your production you always have to plan like production way sometimes ahead. way ahead it's not even like 2 3 months because yes. you also have to factor in like delays sure. delays in production mm-hmm. delays in shipping um if you choose by sea then um the border to top or like okay. for example like there's a board but mm-hmm. then your your boxes is in like ship number 3 so we have to go to <laughs> ship number 1 and ship number 2 first before we can actually go to ship number 3 mm-hmm. and then sea is uh, air is so expensive so these are the kind of things It's that you so face expensive. yeah it can go up to depending on the weight of your parcel as well it can go between 10 to 20 ringgit per, per item, per item. item. Yeah. yeah yeah and we are talking about like mqs of, of hundreds MQ. yeah so imagine Thousands. it's the thing like you feel like a high moq means that your cost is low actually even this is not true because mm. as much as a high moq brings your cost down slightly because um you buy fabric in bulk mm-hmm. correct mm-hmm. but the workmanship they still need to do it and then yeah. if you add on like detailings or you want a certain type of embroidery where they can only do yes. it by hand or whatever mm. then that's definitely not going to bring down your costing so much. by much mm. yeah and we put it more you know all the intricate details they have yes. on their budget yeah. right all that comes with price because yes. mm. for me before i i think I, i i look at things differently before and after producing my own Definitely. stuff because yeah. before this i don't really know about all that detail until mm. when i start producing things now and when i went to your store that day right i managed to look at the full collection and i was looking at the sleeve and you guys have lines of embroidery different yeah. types of embroidery in my head all i think about how much would this cost mm. yeah because all these things because i when different even types of when fabric. we produce our baju kurung kan every little details we add they're like okay but this one adds this price yes. this one adds yeah. this price so that's what i think of when i see your baju yeah. mm. you would you would think that it was like Okay, this adds a few cents. No, no, it adds like two, three, yeah. five, six, yeah. ten yeah. ringgit. Yeah. And yes, yeah. to to a lot of people, two ringgit might seem little, but we are talking about two ringgit per piece. Yes. And we have MOQs of at least five yeah. hundred. You know, yeah. just to produce it. So, yeah. adding that, adding the shipping cost. Yeah, production is a whole other. <laughs> production is a whole other level in the sense that. As much as because obviously, like you want to get the best for your customer, but you also want to sustain your business. So it's a constant back and forth struggle between yourself and your manufacturer <laughs> to try to make it work. Because like for us, um, with Petima, like I know, like I want to give the best kind of pricing that I can for my customers. <laughs> So I have to see how I can actually maneuver that 
but also do like the smockings, the embroideries, the lace. So we have to play around with like MOQ lah. So mm-hmm. we're actually accepting a lower margin per piece in the hopes that we manage to sell a lot more pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. play with the quality quantities. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, I think the whole point of today's episode is about the reality. Uh, the yeah, the the back end of uh local businesses yeah. because I could see that on social media especially people have this stigma of like why is it okay for big GLCs or chain brands to produce or manufacture in China but the moment a local brand does it mm. they automatically assume your brand is cheap or it's not well made yeah you know? but but that's also me again mm. before starting to produce in China because before this I whenever I see something like if it says made in China I also thought that Mm-hmm. This can't be that expensive, mm. but only after I start making things from there, and I mm. realize it really is not that cheap. Yeah, mm. you know, and I think more so for people, it's not like they 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 just don't know mm-hmm. as much until like thank God we have experience with producing. Now we know better, right? Yeah, yeah. For us, we do get. Um. So far, I don't think um I've ever encountered anyone telling us like. Pro- producing in China means um, the workmanship is not good um, Alhamdulillah but we do get questions often like where is this made is it locally made mm-hmm. or is it made in China mm. so again as we do both um, for the sake of transparency we do produce locally and we also do produce in China mm-hmm. the main reason is one MOQ sometimes like with the bigger MOQ sometimes the local factories cannot um, correct Accommodate. Not accom- yeah, mm. they cannot accommodate. Whereas mm. in China, um, similar to other manufacturing countries, it's also part like a, there's an industry there. They are predominantly mm. a manufacturing yeah. industry, um, so they can accommodate a bigger quantity, uh, maybe. But apart from that, even for the ones that we produce here, sometimes we still have to source things yeah. from Other China. Things, yeah. yeah, little details. Right? Yeah, that adds cost too. Mm. Yeah. So so That's yeah, and and also the fact that um for example like China being a manufacturing country, the range of factories that they have it could be from like you see like the ones that are more like not so particular about that are more competitively priced mm-hmm. to like very high end. Premium yeah. factories, so there yes. are a mixtures of yes. factories They're as well. They're one-stop center. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that goes to my pros actually of mm. why we sh- we produce from there because mm. they have everything. Yeah, I I want a specific buttons. Yeah, then they have it. So, you know, might as well I produce everything there if yeah. they can supply from one factory to mm. another without having to ship. Yeah. To yeah. you know, another factory to, to do it. It's to to reduce cost and not to mention time. You know. Correct. People need to understand that the pieces you see being sold online, they are not being made in a week. You know, these are planned before and then now mm-hmm. with the pandemic, you know, yeah. there was this one point where uh, Shenzhen was in lockdown mm-hmm. and yes, it yeah. and disrupted yeah. the yeah. whole like globally. Yeah, yeah, correct. In terms of uh, fashion industry, right? Mm. It was during this riot. I think a lot of brands were actually having delays in their delivery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for their riot pieces. Yeah. Thank God, Petit Mon got weird here, right? 
Alhamdulillah, but I, I think it helped for us in the sense that most of our raya pieces are produced here. Mm. But but obviously fabric still has to come from China. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do. Oh, that's another big thing, right? Because when I was browsing for fabrics here, maybe because I don't have that much resources yet, but a lot of the selections that I really want, they're all from China. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No, people need to know that China, you know, is one of the major exporters for fabric, fabrics, yeah. um, production of clothing, yeah. and more. Correct. You know, yeah, and it's way it's more. It's not, um, it's more affordable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. Producing uh in China is not cheap, but it's cheaper than producing here. Mm. So yeah. We've actually inquired uh, for production in Bangladesh and also Vietnam, I think. Um, but that's the thing, like for for the designs that we want to do and the detailing that we want to put, for example, the what the factories in Bangladesh, they also say that um, they would need to source it out from China. Mm. Right. So we would have to purchase the items from China mm. and then deliver it to Bangladesh mm. for them to be able to produce. And, and then the other thing about Bangladesh, again, um, they have a range of factory like in China, but also sometimes because like a lot of the bigger brands produce in Bangladesh, mm. like a lot of um, mm. luxury brands produce in Bangladesh. Mm. Um, Cause they're also very good with leather, I think, and jute. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Um, quantity is fifty thousand, ten thousand. Yeah. yeah. When I when I cost. tell them my quantity, they're like, mm. <laughs> very small. Cute. Yeah. Small as M O L. Yes. Small. Yeah. So so yeah, that's a different kind of ball game already. Yeah. That's like Zara level. Yeah. But it's 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 tough. It's tough. I mean, it's tough. As much as you get a lot of fulfillment being in this industry and it's your passion, it is very fulfilling. But mm. there are times that you encounter challenges, and it really helps, like, to have support in the community, to have like yes, other correct. brand yeah. owners to talk yeah. to and discuss. Who, yeah. who can relate? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm. I'm really grateful for mm. that. Yeah. Because as much as we appreciate um our su- uh, the support from you know um our customers. Yes. Like we also get a lot of complaints you yes. know like at particularly about oh so it's not made in malaysia you know is it made in china etc so what yeah so i think it's very good that we voice it out from mm. our it's not so much like to hide it or anything it's just that never thought of mentioning it because like, mm. i never thought it matter mm. as long as we got the things done right mm. but yeah it's just for transparency purposes yep. it's okay to talk about and it's about also it. a reminder for everyone to do our due diligence correct you know as mm. consumers as suppliers mm-hmm. as a brand mm. a brand that sell stuff mm. you know you have the right and the choice to be responsible mm. if you want to yeah, we we do mix up our production. There, um, mm. like all our pants pants productions are made locally. Um, it's just sometimes there are certain things that we want to be a bit extra, mm. you know, that and you it just seems easier, and faster to make it overseas in from China. So, it's it's just that it's just mm. that it's easy to make certain things. If I could produce everything locally and the price is the same, I would love to make mm. things locally. Of course. Yeah. 
I agree. Yeah. Also, we could help out. Like, eh, no, not help out. But it's just, I think we're lucky that we know the right factory to make it. Mm. Yes, yeah. alhamdulillah. Mm. I mean, um, it really helps having. Like someone who has experience. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Pam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> shout out to Pam. Thank you to our close friends. Um, <laughs> ha- knowing I have experience in dealing with with China in that sense, though it sort of makes it easier for us to start. Mm. Correct. Yeah. But I feel like apart from that, um, I mean, sourcing a factory is is difficult. And then say you source a factory. You mean your sample is not right. Yeah, being Costing. too dependent on one factory is also a an issue. An issue, mm. yeah, and that's where like on the business side, your risk management comes into play. Like, mm. yeah, it's it's also you should also be so dependent on one factory. So mm. production is really a whole other level. Like when yes. you're looking, mm-hmm. yeah, when you're looking at. The business side, it's not just like sustaining a business, branding, mm-hmm. marketing, production. You need like a whole oh team just to handle. Yeah. Anxiety level peaking. Yeah. You yes, never know yeah. what's going to happen the next day. Yeah. You know, during peak season, the next thing you know, the next day they're like, sorry, can't send it on time. And yeah. then what are you going to do with it, you know? Mm-hmm. But I guess all of these things are what why you need friends in the business for mm. that you get to talk to each other and yeah. you both understand yeah because these are all behind the scenes of yeah you know sometimes it's not so much out like to get a solution but as comfort because like we're mm. all in the same mm. boat we're yeah. all going through the yeah. same yeah. thing yeah. Like, we understand each other yeah. right mm. yeah it's just a, another shoulder to lean on yeah. yeah yeah when times get tough correct yeah yeah so that was interesting. A very insightful sneak peek yes. into the yeah. whole production. And I guess that's that means a lot to us too because we're mm. small brands and you know, to compare with Patimo and so to we're hear, also still small. No, but because yeah. hearing from you guys mm. uh, you know, the the things you guys are dealing with too, it, it yeah. just makes not like it makes things bearable for us to know that Everyone has, you know, yeah. are dealing Dealt with, it. with yeah. it or yeah. are dealing yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, something I feel like I was talking to another friend as well. Like, this journey is, it comes with challenges, and you need to know that you're not alone. Mm. Like mm-hmm. for me, like I'm always happy. Like if any other brands wanna talk or wanna, wanna, like discuss anything because it it does get lonely and. Mm. Even if it's not in the the fashion industry, see, but like an entrepreneur journey, like it's mm. full of challenges and all kinds of expectations. Yeah. Also, yeah. So so it always helps to to talk things through with someone. Mm. Like, yeah. Just know that you are not alone. Yes. Yeah, so to all other business owners out there, you are not alone. You guys yes. are doing amazing, yeah. sweetie. You guys are doing amazing. <laughs> yes, you yeah. are. Like you took that first yeah. step. Yeah. And mind you, right in this business, it things move so fast. Mm. Definitely. True. One collection after another, another, and yeah. you don't have time to really process everything emotionally. Mm. Just like yeah. hopefully you don't get burned out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why sometimes having a talk with a friend mm-hmm. is so helpful for you yeah. mentally as well. Yeah. Apart from that, I have to say, I mean, like Alhamdulillah. 
we're at a stage where it's not just me anymore. Yeah, like doing operations. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. And designing and all like alhamdulillah like um there's there's more to the team and like my my partner Farihin she's in charge of operations and customer service and really hats off to her because that's also another the, yeah. another yeah. level. Shout yeah. out to Farihin. Yeah. Another black hole. Yeah, <laughs> operations and customer service but mm it really does help a lot to have like people because you know like a startup it's not like a corporate like corporate you have like okay different these are levels the, yeah of, these yeah. are like the SOPs you know you do mm. things a certain way mm. you come into the office this is what you do this is only what you do mm. whereas in a startup like okay this is what you do but maybe you can also help out with this and you can, and also you can do maybe this. do this mm-hmm. yes yeah. and that yeah. do this even though they say it's just customer service yeah. but I don't think anyone can relate so much that customer service is not easy yeah, yeah. so customer to say just do this it's not, not just yeah. do this yeah. I think we should it's dedicate whole, another episode it's a whole different ballgame it's a my issue everybody <laughs> <laughs> that is doing customer service yeah but but yeah so it's as much as you feel like okay um, Alhamdulillah the brand or whatever is really like the people behind the scenes it's so easy just to like it's easy to say okay let's do this mm. but it's really shout out to the people like okay you want to do this these are the people that are actually like mm. doing Rock. it yeah, yeah. Yes, and like like I have to say like Alhamdulillah shout out to my team because they're really <laughs> like um, whatever we want to do they're just in for it and they're, they're never like oh but I'm only like this is only my part they're always like mm. come at ah. midnight I come at midnight come at midnight yes. next day I come That's at midnight again next day we're very blessed with yeah. right yes. working weekends or whatever like they're, they're really like or having booth, right? Yeah, you finish at midnight. Mm. The fact that I'm really blessed, Alhamdulillah, to have like passionate people working in the company mm. that really like also feel, feel... Because they're like part they of love. it. They, yeah. It's like, Petit Moi is them. Yeah. Oh, you know? I love that. They, yeah. it, Petit Moi is them. Yeah. And like, I, I love the fact like with startups, you know, you're so fluid or dynamic. Like, mm. yeah. um, you make a decision, okay, and then you just act on the decision the yeah. decision and then like whatever else you deal with later so like mm. the picking up the pieces it's like everyone is there to pick up the pieces yeah. together yeah yeah, yeah. and true. also to the customers like they've been very supportive mm. and like yeah we could be it's really like everything paid off mm. yeah everyone everyone is is really so nice lah, alhamdulillah I guess that's the oh. that's the nice part of it, you know, because that's the fulfilling no, yeah, part. Yeah, of, yeah. Because yeah. like even if sometimes you have some bumps, you know, like even if you have a rough day mm. at customer service side or production side, but then you see really nice people coming at you yeah. and tell you, yeah. and then you realize that oh, it makes you know it all worth it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like that really just overcome everything you've yeah. built yeah. for the whole day. Yeah. So thank you I, to nice people. I agree so much. Yeah. Thank you to nice people. Like. As much as like whatever challenges you face, the minute you have like someone come in and they're so nice and and you're reminded like okay this is why I'm doing this and yeah. this is why I'm continuing, I'm con- I'm mm. gonna continue to do this like mm. yeah you know the yeah. the nicest the you know those people right they don't even they don't even need to tell you nice things you know they're not obligated to tell you anything but yeah. then sometimes they, they go out of their way, way to yeah. tell you or sometimes leave you a long message of how how much they love the staff mm. yeah. or how much they, they, they say that yeah. oh thank it, you for it, your it great service 
a lot of different yeah and then yeah. you're like wow I don't even have that you know I don't mm. even really do that but now I feel like maybe I should do that because someone mm. might need it yes yeah. Yeah. yeah you also learn a little bit about yourself kan like, yeah. like again going back to customer service like now I hope that I'm a better customer <laughs> from <laughs> yes. Yes. honestly yeah. that's true because I promise I, not to be a Karen so much. <laughs> Wait, that's so true That's the nice part of it. You also teach you, mm. you know, just use the things. Because now sometimes I want to be mad, kan? But I'm like, what, Actually, if, what if they also have a bad day today? Yeah. You know, maybe it's not that serious. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, you know what? It's okay. Yeah. Late delivery is fine. I don't mm. really like. Yeah. I feel like, okay, I know the topic was production. Mm. And we sort of like veered off <laughs> the <a> different <laughs> yes. topic already. But I have to say like, apart like from production and churning out tangible products we are also in the service industry mm. in a way and it also like apart from being in the service industry or being in the service industry we as humans we benefit so much from each other's support yeah. and yes. like kindness so yeah. so yeah that helps out a lot mm. yeah yeah it's true because we're not robots we're yeah. not like digital things like okay you key in okay it's either right or wrong yes yeah, like, yeah. or like you get scolded Okay, I'm just going to turn off my feelings for a while. Mm-hmm. No, you you know, we're human. Yeah. That so, was very Thank you. That was amazing. For thank joining you. us, Emanushka. It thank was a you. pleasure. It was a little bit I was a little bit um anxious. This is my very first podcast. <laughs> no, our podcast and, yeah. episodes are always like always super set. chill. If it's it not recorded in the chill. car, it's recorded somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yes. And we thank sort of feel like we have a whole so petite more family yes. here. Aww. I love it. You guys are also part of the Pitymore family. Aww. Yeah. Proud we're ambassadors. Wearing, we're wearing the bracelet too. Yeah. So till <laughs> next so time. Much, yes. Yeah. Next time we have another topic. And next time is customer shall. service. <laughs> 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 Only. Only. Yes. yes. So thank you for uh, being here with us today. Thank yes. you for having me. Yes, yeah. we're so honored. Yeah. See you guys again. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.